Bitcoin. Good morning, Bitcoiners. Welcome to your market update for July 29th, 2017. Okay, on this show, we take a look at what I call pseudo fundamentals. We don't really know what the fundamentals are for Bitcoin. It's so new and people are still trying to understand exactly what's going on here. I mean, look at this over the last couple of weeks. If you're new to Bitcoin, I mean, what an exciting time to get in. You can't bite off on FUD. You got to find your uh, some sources of information that you trust, you know, uh, start reading. Start looking into all of these things. Don't trust the the CoinDesk article or the Cointelegraph article or the tweet that you see out there. Okay, because um, there's so much FUD going on. And in Bitcoin, I think Bitcoin coined the term FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. I'm not sure, but that is uh, the Bitcoin right now is rife with that. So you got to kind of uh, pick your sources very carefully. And on this show, I try to give you some. Uh, well, like I say, some pseudo fundamentals that maybe aren't quite political or they're, they're harder to make, say a certain thing. And I try to build a narrative for you guys uh, and help you out. Of course, this is not investment advice. Um, you got to only invest as much as you're willing to lose. That's what Bitcoin people have been saying forever. Um, that's a huge difference from what these altcoin and ICO and Ethereum people will tell you is this is the future Buy as much as possible right now. They, they won't even tell you like that in so many words, but like, uh, we got to get in on this. I made a hundred thousand dollars. You got to buy in, right? You'll never hear that from true Bitcoiners. They'll always tell you to be careful, invest only as much as you're willing to lose because this is all one big experiment, right? Let's get into, I got, I got a few stories today. BTCE, one of the oldest exchanges, is gone. Um, BitPay is showing their ignorance and they are totally 100% captured by Bitmain. We'll talk about them. And then Whale Panda. Whale Panda, our very own Whale Panda from the Bitcoin community, is making it big time. It was quoted uh, on a Zero Hedge article and I thought that was pretty cool, so we'll talk about that. Okay, let's get into a market update before we get into those news bites. Minutes ago, Bitstamp was at 20, 26.74. Three-month futures on OKCoin, OK 25.58. So that's a, a $120 discount. Over the last couple of days, it's been about $100. It's kind of spiked down here to $120. Um, whenever we see things like that happen on the futures, that they snap back the other way, right? If there's a huge discount on these um, futures contracts, then they usually correct the other way and i expect that to do the same uh here pretty pretty soon i mean maybe not in the next two days before august because there is so much uh worry out there about what's going to happen on august 1st but maybe like i mean we're less than two days away from august 1st utc right it's something like 18 hours or uh, 36 hours away so maybe in 24 hours from now we'll see this start picking back up maybe we'll have another uh, 12 hours of kind of sideways dumpage a little bit um, but I do expect that spread to come when you see that spread start to move the other way then you know that's confirming that we're at the bottom so if you see this future spread get to 50 um, and maybe 25 or something you know we are definitely we have definitely turned the corner local bitcoins volume that is the over-the-counter trading 
that you do face to face with people out there in the world, that's at a in its rank. It's average, but it's low side of average at $5 million over the last 24 hours transacted there. Uh, that's worldwide on that. There are other websites like Paxful and also other decentralized exchanges like BitSquare that you can look into. Uh, I don't have the volumes for those here today, but Local Bitcoins is the, the granddaddy of the OTC market, and they are uh, near, near the bottom of the average range. Network volume over the last 24 hours. This is the big number. Okay, $1.3 billion worth of Bitcoin transacted on chain in the last 24 hours. That's gigantic. That's like a 2x jump over the day prior. Okay, the average transaction size on Bitcoin is $5,373, two Bitcoins worth. So that's, there's something happening. Are people taking all their money off the exchanges? I think likely, that's likely. I mean, if I'm really worried about what's going to happen, all these exchanges policies are changing every day. It's like you can't even keep up with what your exchange, uh, what their policy is towards this hard fork. Best just to take it off. Even if it's just a couple Bitcoins, right, that you have on there, just take it off. And that is, I think, what we're seeing here. Mempool too. So get this, the, the network volume is spiking to all-time highs. But... The mempool size, that's the amount of transactions waiting to be confirmed. The, the congestion on the network is basically zero. I mean, it's, it's empty. I bet you could make a free transaction right now. And remember, they're talking about uh, if you listen to all these people like these anti-Bitcoin fudsters out there, they will, they will tell you, look, uh, we, Bitcoin is too clogged up. The transactions take too long and they're too expensive. Well, I can get a transaction confirmed in under 10 minutes for almost free. So uh, I, I don't, you know, all of their arguments are going down in a blaze of glory. We're getting Segwit and that's, that's great. Estimated difficulty. This also shows some confidence. So miners, they're estimated, uh, or the difficulty is estimated to increase by 11% in 11 days from now. It did increase 7% on the last adjustment and, uh, 13.5% on the adjustment before that. So these miners, if they were really worried about the price crashing or something, they wouldn't be putting more hash power, more computer power on the network because, you know, they wouldn't get necessarily get that paid off. They would wait to make their purchases of new equipment until it they were a little bit more certain of the future. So this tells me that these miners, which have an outlook of, say, probably three to six months out on their purchases of these things, maybe even a year out that um, they are showing that they have confidence in at least the long-term uh, value of Bitcoin. So that's, to me, that's, that's very positive. Bitcoin. All right. That's what I have for the Bitcoin markets. Let's talk about traditional markets real fast. So gold had a really good solid day. They've had, gold has had a couple solid days here they've really pushed into that um, resistance of this trend line all the way back from the 2011 highs um, I, I don't i don't know it, this is kind of one of these places where i wouldn't be buying and going long right here uh, I, but i wouldn't be necessarily going short either i think there's it's just as likely that it will break out of this resistance uh, especially when we're talking about the dxy just cannot the dollar cannot get any traction right now
so I released a chart on uh, the dollar a couple days ago and I showed like there's this a bunch of support right here at the 92 to 93 level and I expected a bounce maybe some sort of relief rally um, up to 95 or so but <laughs> that that lasted a day okay it jumped out of that resistance um, kind of box that I had drawn and then today it just continued down it is not I mean if it wasn't for the Swiss Swiss franc, which right now is, I mean, just going parabolic against uh, the euro. But if it wasn't for the Swiss franc, then the U.S. would be, like, people would be laughing at the U.S. dollar, how weak it is. Uh, the US, And it's not just the DXY, people. It is every pair that the U.S. dollar is against the, the Aussie dollar, the Kiwi, like I always say. Um, obviously, the pound is in the DXY, but if you look at the pound, the cable, that's the cable dollar, dollar um, pound dollar cad is is horrible so um, everywhere you look oh and the swedish kroner the swedish kroner is doing really well too so um ever ev against every major currency out there the dollar is doing poorly so this is dollar weakness who knows what it is i mean i think that the fed is uh you know they're they're trying to talk hawkish but at the same time on the other side of their mouth they're saying some dovish things they're, they're kind of leaning, uh, showing that they're not convinced. They're not super um, uh, committed to raising interest rates. Now, like I think the the uh, consensus for like traders and stuff about uh, raising interest rates this year again, uh, the Fed, it's, it's down to under 50%. So people don't believe that the Fed can raise, will raise rates again. Um, and so... And they've also talked about, hey, you know, our inflation target, we have this 2% inflation target. They target to take 2% of your savings every year. That's their target, to steal 2% from you through inflation. Um, and they can't, they can't get there by their official numbers, okay? Because I think they're measuring inflation wrong, obviously. I think if you look at the stock market, S&P 500, that is a more true measure of inflation because all of the money coming into the market uh, or coming in to the economy from the Fed is getting turned, is, you know, financialized right away, turned into stocks. They buy bonds with it or whatever. So um, it doesn't trickle down to Main Street and the CPI that we we uh, know and love. Uh, they it doesn't uh, reflect this this uh, inflation. The, the S&P 500 reflects the inflation rate. The dollar is getting weaker. People are losing confidence. And like I said, historic rates over, even if you go back just several years, we have the DXY in the seventies. There's no reason that the DXY can't go back to the seventies. Uh, and because it, it, you know, it was in the seventies until we started this uh, whole talk, talking up the, the dollar, uh, talking up interest rates and then raising interest rates a few times. That's when the dollar started strengthening. Now, if you look out the next year or two, uh, it does not look like the U.S. is going to be raising interest rates much more, maybe one more time uh, before this economy turns over in its in its recession clock. You know, there's every every five to seven years, there's a recession and we're out to eight years now. So we're due for a recession and that we're not in a good place with the Fed. They can't really lower rates from 1% to zero, where in the past they would lower it from 5% to zero. So maybe they're going to go negative. And I've talked about on the show before that uh, Janet Yellen has uh, kind of built a narrative towards this algorithmic setting of the uh, Fed funds rate and 
that it could be very, very negative. Like 7% she mentioned one time in a footnotes to her speech. And um, so algorithmically, they kind of want to go to this because they want to go negative and they need to have an excuse. Well, oh, the algorithm told us, oh, the algorithm told us to do this. Uh, let's talk about BTCE. So BTCE is one of the oldest exchanges in Bitcoin. Um, I liked it a lot because they had no KYC, really. You could be pretty anonymous opening up an account there. Um, as it turned out, they were like 95% of ransomware and other hacks. The, the Bitcoin from those, were, they were going through BTCE to be turned into cash. And BTCE famously had lots of different pairs. So euro, uh, ruble, you know, all sorts of things. So you could... Uh, it makes sense that to go in there and, and trade it with that or on BTCE. It's anonymous and they had lots of different pairs. Um, I, they say they'll be back in like a week from now, um, but they still have the U S like FBI um, big uh, p landing page. Now that says this domain has been seized. So I don't know. They have a fine of a hundred million dollars, something like that, that they need to pay. I don't know if that's too much for them or not. They've been functioning for a long, long time, but it just, to me, it smells like they're not going to be back. And I mean, if they are maybe in very limited uh, capacity, very people will basically just log on to withdraw their money. So they got to come up with something for that. Um, but this is a sad day. BTCE was a great exchange and um, it'll go down in history in Bitcoin. And I, I hate to see it go. All right. Next is BitPay. <laughs> BitPay has released a blog post where they talked about how consensus rules are created by miners. It's no surprise that they don't get it. They are owned by Bitmain, a miner, the biggest miner in Bitcoin, the biggest malicious actor in Bitcoin. Centralized, centralizing force. They are owned by them. Um, and so they are slaves to the miners. Um, I recommend that everybody boycott Bitcoin, uh, BitPay. They don't understand what's going on here. I mean, it's very easy to to talk to these people and say, look, um, yeah, miners will decide on which rules they enforce, but what do they take into consideration when making that decision? They take into consideration users' uh, demands, and they will not go against users. So um, you're just, you're kind of like, this is a, maybe a three-step process, and you're just forgetting the first two steps and going right into the last step saying miners are in control. They're not. Miners follow users they have no power to really change this. Look at all this stuff. We're getting Segwit against miners' wishes, um, against powerful people like Roger Ver and things. So um, users are in charge. Miners follow users. Boycott BitPay. All right. And last story, Whale Panda, our very own Whale Panda from kind of uh, become very popular over the last year. It had some really, really good content. And so I'm glad to see him doing well. He was quoted on a Zero Hedge article about his theory about this new hard fork where he says like Roger and Jihan want it to get dumped so that they can buy up a bunch. And then in three months when, when the 2x hard fork is, uh, you know, there's a hard fork that's supposedly bundled with the Segwit activation. When that one kind of uh, crashes and burns, then they'll be able to pump this Bitcoin cash as the true Bitcoin. This is where we need to go. And, and people might bid that up so that they'll make money on that side. Um, I don't know. I think that they this is very expensive if they're doing this type of attack. Um, and also, there's no guarantee that it will work. And uh, lastly, people don't even know. Much, very few people actually know about this Bitcoin cash 
hard fork. They're getting it confused with the user activated soft fork. You know, they're, they're, <laughs> I mean, these guys are hijacking the success of the user activated soft fork out there because um, if you're listening to the show, you're probably in the know or very shortly will be in the know if you're new. Um, so uh, user activated soft fork was very, very popular and it was starting to get very well known all over the community. Even the people that never paid attention to Bitcoin, they just bought and hold from three years ago, or they, uh, you know, actually use it on the dark net or something like that, and they don't really care about the politics of it. They just want it to work. Um, they are were getting, they were starting to notice this user activated software, and this August first date was uh, sticking out in their mind. Now this hard fork is trying to hijack that narrative of August 1st is coming, the hard fork is coming, and a lot of people are worried, but they don't get, they don't get what's going on here. They don't get that first it was the user activity soft fork, now it is the hard fork. Um, so we'll see how that, that all plays out, but uh, I think that it's going to be a, basically a non-event. It's going to come and go. Um, there's it's going to be a 20th the price of real Bitcoin at the time. Uh, and it's going to be very hard and not really worth it for people to go through the whole dumping process. And so I hope they don't. I, I really, I really do hope that they don't. I hope that like via BTC and uh, Roger Bear and Jihan, they waste a lot of money on this um, because if they lose money, it's only good for Bitcoin in the long run. Bitcoin. That's a wrap for this market update. Thank you for joining me. My name is Ansel Lindner. This is Bitcoin and Markets, my POW Bitcoin update for the day. Uh, go forth and prosper. Um, also, if you guys would like to support the show, subscribe, share. Go to patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and Markets for a dollar a month. Uh, you can support me making more content and um, speaking the truth to people, giving you guys a good outlet for news. That is all. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening.